what we've got here is failure to communicate. Here we go. Don't tap over one and a half. Um, we're here later in the week, and it looks as though so far we are good to go with the card. There's 15 plus still. Um, I have to use plans for fall off, so they have the big, big cards. I mean, we may have a long, like, I think even last week, what was it five hours or something, the full card ran. So um, we may have a long night ahead of us, but um, looking at more tape and then looking at just, you know, hearing some other people's opinions on some things, more coaches and, and some fighters as well, too, on some angles. Um, I have some takes. I know that you do as well, too. Um, I know that we were leaning towards our parlay and our parlay would be Ronnie Lawrence and um, Casey O'Neill. And what was the third piece we're going to add to that? Uh, I'm even good with that. Um, yeah. To be honest, we can always add pieces, even if you wanted, even though I am going Whitaker, I'm not opposed to adding Adesanya as the third piece to that and then have the hedge out with Whitaker. Makes um, sense. I think that's actually probably the best play, even though we're going head to head. I'm with you on, on running that angle. Um, so what are some spots right now after maybe listening to some more um, interviews or seeing certain things online? What are some spots that you're really heavy on going into the weekend? Uh, my opinions kind of stay the same on this one. One of the spots where I'm not as confident in on is the Moicano spot. I see that Alexander Hernandez potentially has the chance to uh, upset this, but um other than that, man, like I said, I'm still pretty high on Arlowski. Uh, Bobby Green, I'm a little bit higher on in this spot. The Carla Phillips spot. And uh, Derek Bronson is definitely a little bit dicier for me. But other than that, I think everything's still pretty copacetic. What about you? Um, I think one that I'm going to really lean towards, and it's um, something that I was thinking about, and it's actually been brought up on other podcasts this week too, but it was, remember I had said when they bring a guy in who's say, you know, three and oh, four and oh, doesn't have a proven record. Um, and then in this situation comes in like a Nick Diaz friend um, for Adesanya and we have Black Diamond, Mike Mathitha coming in to fight. And although he does have all the power in the world to potentially knock Jeremiah Wells out, um, Jeremiah Wells has been faded by people going into his fights and he's proven people wrong in the past a little bit. And the guy's, if he gets into the ground, it's over. Like it's over, and it's gonna look like a minus like eight hundred. It's, it's gonna be bad. So I'm I'm all in on this one. Uh, very rarely will I go in all in on the first fight of the night. Although we did go pretty, you know, near the end of it, we were backing Malcolm Gordon. Um, this one, I'm just I'm gonna lean really really heavy Jeremiah Wells, and I'm gonna go inside the distance. I thought about um, potentially going for the submission. I may. But the idea that, who knows, maybe he catches Mathitha on the ground, TKOs him. I just don't want to mess around with that. So I think inside the distance, I'm not sure what that's at right now. You can take a look. But that's going to be one of my bigger plays of the night. That's kind of gross, to be honest. It's a minus 138 for the inside of the distance. Mm. And then the well, submission. Oh, I said bet 365. I got them all lumped together. So. Okay. What's the submission? Oh, oh it's all together. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. KO, TKO, DQ, and submission. So then either either way, I'm still looking inside the distance. So what I'm going to have to do is, is take a look and try to figure out um, the best potential angle on that. It's probably going to be submission, um, or we may have to get a little bit greasy and go, you know, with the round prop. Um, okay. 
And then the, I know that we were looking at our head-to-head. -head. Our head-to-head -head is going to be a, where did you have yours? You had William Knight and Maxim Gershon. And then we had the main events. We're sticking with those plays. Those plays are still good to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I said the William Knight spot, it's uh, one I'm fairly confident in. There's just nothing I've really seen Grisham that I feel like William Knight won't be able to handle. So I'll take the plus 40 odds on him. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a bad play on your end. I'm, I'm always constantly fading Knight. I think I only backed him once recently, but um, for the most part, I fade the guy because, I don't know, man. I just I think that his, he's going to be exposed soon. Is Maxim Grisham going to be the one to do it? I don't know. The volume that he can bring to the table is always there, but, you know, it's not very hard to break down what Knight's wins look like. I mean, look at the Menafield fight. It was on the fence, leaning on him. You know, some his shots are so powerful that I think he gets, you know, his, his, his way with the judges um, is pretty heavy. Um, sometimes he doesn't even land his shots fully and they're, they're really leaning on him. So either way, um, I'm, I'm down with that one. I still think Christian's going to be able to pull this one out. And if I don't fade Knight here, I'll be fading him in the next one because he'll likely be fade, uh, fighting, uh, you know, bigger competition if he were to beat Maxim Christian. Um, the main event, I know that, you know, really I'm taking a shot at Whitaker figuring out the puzzle. I, I realize, that, you know, I, I tend to do this with the main events. I guess I'm going doggy quite a bit lately, but there is a path there. Can Whitaker keep him down? I don't know. Did Adesanya, you know, progress on his, his takedown defense? Did he progress even more? It's already good, I know, but we'll see. He's been taking down, what, seven times in his last two fights? And then prior to his last two fights, he was taking down seven times in like seven fights or something, or something stupid like that. Um, so I don't know. Anything else you can think of? I mean, the, the Derek Lewis tied to Abbas fight, we know there's going to be a KO in that fight. We know that's going to end the under one and a half. It's probably all juiced up at this point now. So, um, yeah, it's, I'll take a look at it right now, but it's going to be gross. And honestly, Derek Lewis is probably one of my higher things. I was having this discussion with somebody else the other day, and they did bring up one point that uh, Derek Lewis did lose to Mark Hunt, which is the only sloppy striker you can say he's lost to in the past. But, you know, it's four years That's a ago. Long time ago. Yeah, it's he's not the same fighter Hunt. anymore. Yeah, it's you know the guys come a long no, way, right? Lewis isn't the same fighter anymore. I don't know if, um, but yeah, no, still relevant because there's a, a similar style to some degree. But um, really, yeah. I, I don't even know picking a side is the way on that. Anyways, it's just even though I know we're both on Lewis, I, I think that Tui Boss is going to play into his game plan. I just don't know if I want to engage yeah, in that. Yeah, it's fully. it's like anything else. Like if you're on the Tui Boss side, you play the KO plus uh, plus two twenty five. Um, I wouldn't play the Derek Lewis KO just because it's one uh, minus one eighty eight to minus one thirty eight, and you might end up getting the whole uh, Francis Ngannou thing that I got played on. But I realize I'm crazy for saying this, and I and I know I am. It's a three round fight. It's a fight where you expected not to go the distance. I know this is crazy, but we've been living in a world of crazy, seeing fights that should not go the distance, like in any realm. Um. What about Derek Lewis by decision? Because I don't see Tuivasa ever winning a decision, but I could see Derek Lewis winning a decision. What would what is that? I'm plus just seven, curious. I know it's degenerate. Plus seven fifty. <laughs> I think honestly the safest place on this card is Derek Lewis round one plus one sixty. Yeah, we we know as soon as he touches him, um, it'll likely be the case. So beyond that, I mean, I know that uh, I watched more tape on Kyler Phillips. I'm fully with you on that one. Um, 
I think he's going to definitely win. I know Bobby Green was someone I was heavy on and, and James Krause backed him. So I know that you're all over that now. <laughs> um, well, I said the Bobby Green one though, like I got to stand my ground on that one, man. Like the, to me, it's a complete stay away because that's it. Like with Nazareth, like we don't know what we're going to get. And that's where it gets a little bit dicey. Like he could either come out and show up like he has in the past, or he can come up and look like complete shit. So it's definitely a dicey situation all around on that one. Then the other one I'd say everybody to go either parlay up or go a little bit heavier on. Um, I think Ronnie Lawrence does ride um, and beat up Mana Martinez. He's just going to be one step behind, I think. And Mana's just going to be maybe, if you know, this could go three rounds potentially and he could potentially try to put on a, a war near the end to try to c- catch up, but I just don't see him. I think he, we'll, we'll see what happens. He, he didn't come out mentally prepared last fight, that's for sure. Um, but I'm definitely with Ronnie Lawrence on this, no matter what, whether it's going to be a hard fought battle or domination, I just see him winning. And I, I'm, you know, I know you're fading yourself a bit with the, the Renato Moicano one. Now you sort of, I'm with you on it, man. I think Hernandez is going to get his ass beat. Um, after watching tape, that was another one that I hadn't watched a lot of tape on. Um, Alberg, look for Sharon. Like Sharon is not the dog. If you bet him and, and you win. I don't want you to see you on Twitter with it. I don't want to see you anywhere with it. I don't care. It's not even a real pick. I would rather bet Sam LV after a 10-fight losing streak than Fabio Chiron against Carlos Zellberg. Fabio um, Chiron and William Turner are my least two favorite fighters in the UFC. And the faster they get cut from the UFC, the better my life will be. So Lord 100%. help me and see Fabio Chiron get KO'd this weekend. And then I actually am going to potentially flip on one. Um, and we could maybe add this on to the head-to-head if you'd like. You have Silva de Andrade. I'm going to go with Morozov on this one, man. I think there's going to be a little bit of rinse-repeat. Um, I think Morozov is going to uh, win this one. So I'm going to take Morozov in this one. We can put it head-to-head or not. Either way, it's up to you. Um, and then, like I said, I'll, I'm going to find it to angle in Jeremiah Wells and see if we need submission. I may have to get round, sprinkle round, prop, whatever it is. but. Uh, Jeremiah Wells is going to ride in that one. Yeah, like the Dilla Silva fight, I said, like, to be honest, like, I'm not, it's not a confident pick for me. Um, I just, you know, Dilla Silva for the guy's age, man, the guy comes out and throws heavy heat, and I have expectations that he may be able to cast that chin. But so it's, let's keep it off. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a confident There's pick. no point in you going, say you go behind because <laughs> I went on Moore's off, and you're like, what the fuck? He didn't really want it on there, so we'll <laughs> keep it off. We'll go with the two that we're confident in. Um, the parlay, I'm definitely with O'Neill um, and Lawrence with a little bit of Adesanya and the hedge with Whitaker. I like that as the play. And as far as anything else, I mean, I, I love the press conference today. I love, um, you know, Adesanya coming out and defending Joe Rogan. Uh, I think it's important. I'm not going to get into the racial side of it because I just don't need to. Um, I'm going to get into the fact that just attacking people all the time and trying to cancel people is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Whether you agree with people or not, um, we, we know what's happening there. They're trying to take him out. And uh, it was just cool to see someone on a big platform. Dana, you saw the way I cut up that video. Dana was like this with his eyes looking sideways like, oh no, what's happening? Um, or it looks like they might even sort of set that up. But anyway, any yeah. other thoughts? No, I mean, honestly, Joe Rogan, man, he'll get this. Like, I don't know how much you actually physically follow him, but, like, he just had the guy on there from the Innocence Project uh, again. And Lily crediting him for getting two people out of jail 
because of his platform or something like that. He's going to be fine, man. The yeah, Josh people, Duba was on, yeah. I know. Yeah. The, Dude, everybody's come out in defense of him. Yeah, the only people and that then The Rock that just came or... out against him a little bit, and then The Rock actually is now under fire for trans comments. Yeah. So here we go. Anyways, that's not what our podcast is about. <laughs> um, it's a Joe Rogan defending cool fights coming up, actually. Um, what did I see? There's some replacements right now. We have... Yo, um, uh, before, we, before we keep going, um, I do want to mention this for anybody who likes their Paul Parlays. Um, what I played was Carlos Alberg by KO, Andre Oskley by decision, and AJ Dobson by uh, KO at plus 832. I think it's a very hittable props parlay. I like that. What is that without Dobson? And actually, I might even throw in an inside the distance play with Wells. But what what's the without Dobson? Uh, without Dobson is plus uh, 314. I like that. And if you Just, add... Jeremiah I'm with you on Wells, the three. If you add the Jeremiah as well as a KO, I said you'd have to look at the submission prop separately. But if you add it on my book, you're still at a plus six six a six sixteen. Okay, so the two main pieces on that were again were the Olberg by KO, and uh, Arlovski by decision. Okay, and then all right, I like that definitely. Okay, brother, I know this was a little bit of a mix mash and a quick conversation, but that's all I, it needs to be. Um, I know that you are off next week. I'm going to do my best to have somebody in your place. If not, people are going to have to listen to me talk for like half an hour. That's fucking brutal. Sorry, guys. Um, and then what we'll do is I know that you've sent me or will be sending me some of your picks um, for next week. And I will add that in in a segment as well, too. Perfect. Anything else to say? No, that's it, brother. I think we covered it all. Okay. As always, we try to line your pockets. We're lining ours. And uh, we have fun breaking down fights, man. And and. You know, I know that you lo enjoy looking at tape. I do too. It uh, keeps me focused and out of this pandemic thinking. Um, buck a mandate. And we move forward. And, you know, we do what we got to do and try to entertain you while doing it. And if you don't like it. What we've got here is failure to communicate.